Hi there, I'm Kylie Mowbray-Allen from Hello Media. And I'm Jenny Walk from Elephant in the Room Consulting, and you're tuning into Bite Size Business Life Podcast, the show that helps business owners get clarity and insight to grow their dream business. Whether you're launching, ready to scale, or figuring out what's next, we discuss the nitty-gritty, the hard bits, the opportunities, and the behind the scenes, and share how we've grown our own companies and helped others do the same. We're glad you're here. Hi there, everyone. This is Jenny Walk from Elephant in the Room Consulting, and I'm here with Kylie Mobile-Allen from Hello Media, and you're tuning in to Bite Size Business Life Podcast, the show that helps small business owners get clarity and insight to grow their dream business. How are you today, Kylie? Happy Monday. So great, and happy Monday to you, Jenny, and you're Zooming in from Sydney today. Yeah, I've been at the um, EAPAA, so the Employee Assistance Program Association of Australasia Conference. Um, got to present this morning on emerging trends in for First Nations people in business. Really, really excited um, to be able to have presented. Really honoured. Such an incredible room full of doctors and PhD doctors and psychiatrists and um, social workers and and you know, psychologists all looking to try and build the well-being and the and really be preventative about how organizations support their workforce so such amazing conversations today and so being part of that room was pretty exciting cool and it actually ties in beautifully with our topic which is setting boundaries and maintaining business relationships because for you were those people all brand new to to meeting you yeah, none of I'd only, I'd only met one of them, and I'd met Margaret Reed, who's the CEO and founder and organizer of the conference, um, in two thousand seven while I was working on the on APEC two thousand seven here in Australia. So I haven't actually seen or connected with Margaret since two thousand and seven, but she reached out to oh. me because she's been following me for the last fifteen years, which ah. is beautiful, and she thought I'd be a great fit for the conference. So boundaries and connections so important. <laughs> How awesome. And so then what did you do, Jenny, with all those people you're presenting to? Um, how do they then connect with you so that they remember you going forward? Do you share a QR code for your LinkedIn or do you prefer to ask them to befriend you on Facebook or how does it work for you? It was a really interesting question, actually. So in the presentations, the first time I played with this conference, I wasn't quite sure about the whole socials online and it wasn't until this morning I was like, oh, gosh, I should have done the QR code. However... What was really beautiful, and it's actually a really nice reflection because it's the first time I've spoken about it because I only presented this morning, is that I had a heap of people saying to me, I'm going to reach out to you. I've, I found you while you were speaking because I didn't want to forget you and I want to make sure we connect. So I've already found you on LinkedIn. So in this particular room, their preferred method of connection is 100% LinkedIn. Professional organisations, these guys are all supporting large and small corporates, supporting their wellbeing and, and other employees. So that's their place they play is, is LinkedIn. But I had about 15 of them actually drop into my inbox and connect with me while I was talking. So that was pretty awesome. And after, I actually just took photos of everybody's name tags, the ones who I didn't necessarily connect with and said, hey, I'd love to talk to you about and connect with you. And I just took, I took a photo of their name badge so that I can reach out to them and actually make that connection. So those who haven't already said, aren't already in my inbox, I've just taken a photo of their name tag and knowing that LinkedIn is their place to play, that's where I'll reach out to them going forward. But are you allowed to get their email addresses? Like does the um, company that's, you know, 
brings you on, are they able to give you that database of who attended? Um, in this one, I'm not actually sure, and I was actually going to ask that question. Normally when I do conversations and when I'm presenting, that is one of the questions that I ask. Um, this is a, is a small organisation. We had about, I shouldn't say that, there's 120 or so in the room, to be honest, which was amazing. It's a lot. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, it's funny, it didn't feel a lot because it was a small room and that was packed, So, but it didn't feel like overwhelmed by the number of people I got to ch- got to chair with. But um, it will definitely be reaching out and having a conversation with uh, with the organiser in a couple of days just to see whether that's possible. But if normally when I'm presenting, one of the things I do ask for, and actually when I do my MC events up in Brisbane, which I've been doing one almost every week for the last, I don't know, four, four or five months, um, I always get the email addresses of everybody who attends so that I can connect with them because it is a really important way to, you know, to make sure that I reach out to them and say, thanks so much, appreciate your feedback, let's have a chat. I, I ask you because I think it's a really tricky area because, for example, I've been running these workshops for years and years and years for a particular company. And after about three years, they came back and said, we actually can't give you the, the, the database of who's attending anymore. We're legally not allowed to. They've signed up to the workshop that we're running. We blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, it's kind of. It's kind of why I do it. <laughs> so, you know, they were not the only reason, but that's really important to me, that next piece, you know, in the flow. So um, I've had to get really creative with ways to get their email addresses while I'm actually presenting. So QR codes, lead magnets, all that kind of stuff is good. Um, but, yes, yeah, so I'm always interested in what people are doing to make sure that that is happening. And I love that they're on LinkedIn with you. Sorry, Kylie. Um, I was saying that when the MC events, that's what I'm finding at the moment because when I MC before, sometimes I've gotten remunerated for the MC, but the last ones I've been doing, I know they've out, they've they've um, outlived their budget, and so I've said to them, I still want to come and do the MC event because it's really good for me to show up. I'm going to go to the event anyway, so if I can do the MC event again, I'm front and center, and I'm the one guiding the conversation, and it demonstrates my skill and it demonstrates you know social proof for others literally in the room uh and so what i've been asking now is to make sure that they include my details in any emails that go out to say thank you to me here's jenny's contact details but also and more recently the organization has recognized the importance of connecting businesses so they've created um and it's a government agency but they've created a bespoke SharePoint page that you can sign up to or they invite you to. And in fact, everybody can, everybody who signs into that page automatically shares their contact details with everybody else on that page. And what's wonderful about that is now going forward as we continue to build these events and more people come to these events, that list is growing. So we've now got a central database of everybody who ever comes to those events or has been referred into this SharePoint page, which means now I can actually actively and proactively, without even needing to do all that permissioning thing, I can just reach out and say, hey, I found your details on this. Let's com- let's have a conversation. Let's continue Ooh. the conversation. But it's a really tricky thing, I agree. And one of the things I always try to do when I'm speaking is I ask that question up front. I just didn't in this case because I've just been going through so many other different things and there's been so much going on. It's one of the questions I didn't ask, but I was thinking about it and I was thinking about you this morning as I looked at my slide deck and went, God damn it, no social links. 
Mm. But when you have a business that's elephant in the room consulting, I'm very lucky that you can Google that and pretty much wear across the whole front page as long as you put elephant in the room consulting. So we're good. Yes, totally. One thing, I was very impressed with myself. I went off to um, teach an in-person all-day workshop on Friday and what I did is I asked them in advance. I said, by the Wednesday prior to it, I'll need to have all the email addresses, please, of everybody that's attending because I have resources that I need to send to them so that they prepared for the workshop, which was very much a hands-on workshop. And so they did that. So Wednesday, I sent out a newsletter and told them what they needed to sign up for and you know what apps they needed to have ready to go, et cetera. Then on Thursday night, I created a messenger group just with me and my team and the one guy that was basically in charge of running it from the city council. So then the next morning, as everybody arrived, I showed them it and got them to all join this messenger group. So that meant that all throughout the day, I could be loading stuff in there, running a giveaway through it. And then this morning, I could put the presentation slides in there and all of the ways that they could get in touch and all that kind of stuff. So I was like, I'm so glad I did that in advance because often – You remember on the day and then you're just fumbling. And so that was really, really good. And also it fitted in with what I was saying is the importance of Facebook, even for those people that don't like Facebook. It's such a great way to connect with real people. So um, so I was pleased that I did it that way. But that brings me to um, a topic for you and I, which is that this Saturday we're going away to Sydney for the Raw Success Awards, which is super exciting. So... I'd like to hear what you think that we can share with everybody is, you know, in advance that we're going to meet a whole lot of amazing fellow business owners and we're going to want to connect with them. It's a, you think you've got a whole lot of hours there, but you've actually got a finite time. The problem is if you get set, then you just sit with the people that you're there with. Like, do you have a game plan in advance of who you know you'd like to meet and connect with? And do you have a game plan of, how you're going to, um, like, you know, for example, I would have my high hello set up and I'm like going, scan this. It's just a QR code, scan it, scan it, scan it. So I don't have to bother with business cards. But what's what's your, how do you do it, Jenny? So I've actually been thinking about that for the last week or so. So one, yes, I have high hello. In fact, the amount of people I've I've converted to high hello, thank you so much for that because I because I have multiple businesses, but I've also got my personal details. So I have three business cards set up in high hello mm-hmm. depending on whether it's my personal contact, elephant in the room, or in DigiMesh. So we have that difference. So high hello 100% with you on that. What I'm also going to do, though, is my focus is really on that VIP event. So we've decided to do the VIP event on that evening, and I think that's really important. And for me, it was a strategic decision because it's the judges that are going to be at that event. So while it's great to connect with the other business owners, I want to connect with in the work that I do, which is around building business strategy and connecting and understanding that kind of big picture engagement, is if I can connect with the judges, the judges have seen every application. They've seen every contestant or person who's applied for that role, for the for the awards. So connecting with them and getting to, getting to talk about my business, what I found is they're the ones who can then help me connect with others. So rather mm-hmm. than me having to work the whole room and say, hey, I've got to try and connect, you know, with the 100, 150 people there, 
that, you know, however many people who will be on the judging panel will get to meet each of them. I'm going to chat to them. I'm going to ask them questions about the types of people who applied and why they shortlisted and all those questions about how we were lucky enough to be, you know, shortlisted and finalists. That will help me grow my understanding of what makes a finalist application and how I can do better in the future. But also I get to understand the way they think and understand their connection. So for me, my game plan is that VIP event connecting with everybody in that room and then from there everyone above that will be gravy yeah wonderful so last year when I went to that event I was just excited to see all the people that I knew because I hadn't seen them in person for a very very long time some of them I'd never met in person I'd only ever known them online so that was really my big thing I was just excited about that this year I'm like okay I've got to do it differently of course I'm pumped to see them but you know, I also want to meet, like there's so many of them that later on, I was like, oh, I wish I'd actually said hi to you in person. I didn't see you there. But I want to make an effort to make sure that I do see them and connect. And I think it's really important. I mean, our topic today was really around setting boundaries and maintaining business relationships and all these aspects, whether you're presenting at a conference, whether you're attending awards or even submitting an application into awards, even grant applications. Up here in Brisbane, we've got the Lord Mayor, um, of Brisbane Women in Business grants. So it's a huge pool. It's only a small amount of money, but they've got a huge amount of funds available for businesses who are women in business who've been trading for the last year and are looking to get a small grant to basically boost their business. So not state government. This is a Brisbane Brisbane City Council Lord Mayor's Award. So even the application process for that means that your business is now in front of the Brisbane City Council Awards panel, which includes not just members from the City Council, but some other people. So that, again, is a really great way to boost and maintain and build relationships is through awards and grants because your name starts to be kind of flitted and flooded around, you know, conversations around tables and things like that. But the next piece I think and the boundary piece I think is really important and I know we're only going to have a couple of minutes to talk about it and maybe we can talk about it with our awards next week. But the setting boundary piece is really important because particularly when you're going to awards events, when you're submitting applications, there's that fine line between connecting with them, knowing who they are and building a relationship and being able to maintain that professionalism when you're look when you're looking at contracts or bidding or tender applications and things like that. So this idea of boundary application, uh, setting boundaries is really different when you're starting to play in spaces around awards delivering speeches, um, presenting it, you know, at conferences and also submitting grant applications because the boundaries become really important and it's more about promotion than it is about direct connection, if that makes sense. Yes, absolutely. And I think the boundaries one is an interesting one because for me, especially on Friday, people saying, oh, no, I'm not putting my personal Facebook out there. Um, It's definitely locked down for friends only. And I was showing them Actually, you get way more reach on your business stuff and Facebook are encouraging you to do it. So you get way more reach from your personal doing business stuff, but also you can still have it locked down. You can still have it private and just make public the ones you want to put out there and make super private the other ones. So I think there's so much misinformation out there about it and misunderstanding. So having your boundaries set, I'm going to share this kind of stuff on publicly and this kind of stuff is only private you know and that's great it's just understanding what you want to do 
And I, and that to me is really important, and particularly for you and I who work from home, that boundaries become really important, right? Because it's about, you know, I know most of us work online, most of us, well, you and I work particularly online even from our homes, but there are times where I have clients come into my home. So those boundaries don't just have to extend to what you show them online. It's also what you show them in your life. So we're lucky we've got a back gate. I can say, hey, we're going to catch up and have our coaching session on our back gate, our, on our back um, porch, and they don't have to come inside. Or you can funnel them in and say, hey, this is the room that you're, we're going to sit in and there's the toilet. That's the only parts of the house they can see. So boundaries don't have to extend just on a physical online. It can also be when you're actually engaging with your clients in business. And we do that all the time. When you go to a corporate building or go into you know someone's office, they don't take you into the back end where the corrals are. They take you into the beautifully appointed fridge-stocked meeting room with amazing Wi-Fi and comfortable chairs when you know everyone's out the back sitting in a bull ring, you know, kind of slogging your way. So that kind of idea of how you show up and how you display is really where boundaries come in, become in, uh, into play because we talked about this a couple of weeks ago when we talked around branding, right? We talked about how we show up and your boundaries also reflect importantly on the on your on your on your branding and your values alignment for your business absolutely so next week jenny when we talk about our experience with the awards and how we've been able to um i was about to say levitate from them i don't even know what was going on leverage. there leverage <laughs> we might and be then. levitating when we both win all the awards and take <laughs> them all home um and i think that whether we when or not, for me anyway, is irrelevant. It's the fact that I've already got exposure from it. Just being a finalist is so absolutely awesome. And to be in the same space with some incredible, incredible, inspiring business owners. So I think being able to chat about how we can then leverage from that experience, what we learn from being with the judges in that VIP room, et cetera. So, um, yeah. Yeah the importance of getting into and putting yourself out of your comfort zone and entering awards. A hundred. I mean, and it doesn't really matter whether it's awards, whether it's presentations, whether it's you going and doing a face-to-face -face workshop because your focus has been an online business. All of those things are stepping out of our comfort zone just a little. But every time you do that, you build new relationships, but you also extend extend the type of relationships you already have with those clients. So I have had relationships with a lot of clients over online or through um, activities like Zoom or Teams, but as soon as I get to meet them face-to-face -face and I'm sharing a cup of tea in person or we're talking about how great the morning tea or lunch was, your connection shifts from that online professional into sort of something that's personal. And it's not forced, it just happens organically. So I think that idea of maintaining and building relationships has to flow. We also need to think outside the way we do business into different ways about how our clients and our prospective clients and our connections want to connect. Like you know I love face-to-face -face connections. So our Empire Mastermind is always face-to-face. -face. And I've sometimes thought, will Empire Builders be online? And I really don't want it because I love those three days of sitting down and deep diving and having those organic conversations. However, I also know the power of group coaching online. When you have people from all across the, uh, you know, the world sometimes, which I know you have a lot of international people who work, who drop into your webinars, having that diversity allows you to get such a rich engagement with your team and with your clients that you don't necessarily get when you have to choose a single location. So I think this is when we're thinking about building and maintaining relationships for me 
just like it is about how we promote, we have to think about how our audience is going to receive us, but also how our clients want to connect. And to me, that's why when going to the Raw Awards this weekend, hanging out with you for the weekend, which I'm so looking forward to, to me is also about saying, how do we extend our relationship? We're going to be coming up with probably a thousand new ideas of things that we need to do next year. And we're going to have to check ourselves a little bit and be like, what can we do? But that's the value, isn't it, of having those different relationships. Totally. I want to bring up one thing. I know we're at our end time, but one thing I really feel is important to say is last week I was away for three days at this JT Fox seminar, which was just extraordinary. And I learned a lot from it. And one thing I noticed, though, that was frustrating is that the whole thing was a one-on-one coaching three days. So people would go and sit in the hot seat for anywhere from half an hour to an hour and be coached by him publicly in front of everybody. So that was super fascinating for me as a business coach watching this, you know, take place. I really, really loved it. What I noticed, though, is that very few people, when they were saying, hi, I'm blah, blah, even mentioned their business name. So what I wanted to do straight away was jump on my phone, check out their Instagram, check out their Facebook, check out their LinkedIn. Sometimes by the end of their entire coaching session, we still had no idea who they were. We knew what they did and all of that. So, And it wasn't the sort of scenario that anyone could just pipe up and say, oh, you haven't told me what your Instagram is. Some of them did, but more of them did not. So by the end of it, and also there was very, very small amounts of time for um, networking and chatting. So by the end of it, when I left, I would say two-thirds of the room, I had no idea how to connect with them going forward. There was no Facebook group set up for those people there, et cetera. So I thought that was a really interesting aspect of it. And I think it's so important to keep supporting each other when you've met in that environment. So one thing that I did as much as I could of the minute that their business name was mentioned, I was frantically trying to search for them, send them a private message, send them a direct message. And we've had some lovely connections since then. So I think that's really important to think about who you're meeting, how you're going to connect with them, and then how you'll keep that going. I I love, I'm so happy that you raised that because to me that's the community element, right? You and I have spoken to this. In fact, when I first met you, that's one of the things that drew me to you is your understanding and your ability to manage and maintain and grow community, right? That's what I was so attracted to. And it's such an important element now is how do we maintain and build communities? And it doesn't matter whether, obviously, his model is not about communities. It's about him and his coaching programs. And that's cool. That works for him. He's incredibly successful. And, and, and the people who go to the workshops that he runs, obviously, are drawn to that. But for me, like you, I would be saying, where's the community that I'm getting out of this as well? Where is my support structures that are going to help me navigate what it is to be part of your programs. So I, I, I so, so I'm so pleased that you raised that because that's that building relationships. Sorry, maintaining relationships. So not just going, hey, who who is in the room? It's then saying, what does that connection look like, and how do I maintain that? So even next week when we, you know, uh, on Monday when we at the when we have a chat next Monday after the Royal Awards. It's about, okay, who do we connect with? Who are we still connecting with? Working with my team to make sure that we do, you know, like and follow and share posts of the people that we've met, the people that have resonated with us so that we do create community because otherwise it's a lonely business being a business owner. It's, you know, hanging out on your own, in your home office, doing everything online only works to a point. We can only grow if we do it as a community. 
Absolutely. And one of the best things JT Fox said was he's had the same business coach for the last 11 and a half years and he meets with them weekly. And I'm like, yeah. He said, without a doubt, it is the most important thing you can do in your business. And I was like, yes, to us who have always coached each other. And, you know, we're really clearly both also being business coaches, big believers in that. So, you know, there were many amazing, amazing takeaways that I got from spending that time. There's one thing I love that Raw Success Awards do is they have a Facebook group. So you're in there once you're a finalist and you're connecting with people. I love that. So I'm excited to see you, A, on Saturday for Raw Awards and connecting with those amazing people, but also next week to talk a little bit about the value of that promotion, how we do build and grow through promotions, not just through socials, but how do we actually leverage things, like you've said, like the Raw Awards, maybe presentations, how to, and what which are the awards that we want to go to that align with what we're doing. So not just awards for awards sake, but what is going to help us build and grow our profile as we grow our business. Absolutely. I can't wait to talk about that with you and to see you on Saturday, get a little hair and makeup done and feel a bit joshy. Well, look out for the photos on Saturday night, everybody. Um, but thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Biteside Business Life Podcast, which has been a bit of a random conversation about building, <laughs> maintaining and connecting with people. But sometimes that's what happens. Be sure to subscribe and follow us so you don't miss any future episodes and amazing conversations that we have with the amazing Kylie. I look forward to seeing you next week. Kylie, thanks again, everybody, for joining us. We'll see you next time. Thanks, everyone. Have fun in Sydney, Jenny. Bye. Thanks.